Hello, hello. You have landed on the page, the web page of the Dwee Bros podcast for the month of May 2022. How are you? Are you watching this in the future when things are even better? Are you watching this? Well, you'd only be watching in the future. Someone could be watching from the past. If you're like a time traveler, I guess. I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't be my first thing I would do, but welcome to the Dwee Bros podcast. I am Zach. I'm joined by not time traveler, but friend. Travis. Hello. We're missing Jacob. I think he might be tinkering around with his own time machine tonight, figuring out how to travel through time. But we're going to be talking the present. We're not interested in anything old or new. We are trying to live in the present day. It's kind of a bad time to live in the present day for <laughs> for video games. <laughs> yeah, uh, it could be it could be better. But we also talk movies. We also talk TV shows. And if you stick around long enough, we might be talking hentai tonight. Hentai politics, I think probably. Hentai update. So if you watched an older podcast, I found. What I didn't know at the time was hentai, and I purchased it. I have an update on that hentai. So, sticker. I mean, if that is not a plug, I don't know what is. Wasn't it a VHS tape? It was a C- VCD. But it was a physical media. Yeah, it was a physical VCD disc, which I don't even know. What, it was some Japanese, like, or Chinese, like, only. I don't, I've never heard in the States them having. I don't know if it was a different, like, markets that had these VCD players, but... I didn't have one, but they did. I'm curious what the update is because... Well, you got to stay tuned. That's why you have to watch. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a it's a physical thing. <laughs> so either you watched it again or somebody well, it's, it's reached a, it's out. A, it's an update on me having that. Not, okay. like, not, a, okay. not an update on like the, the graphics. You got okay. further into it. Yeah, I got further into it. No, I said I really liked the series. It was two episodes. Um, but thank you for joining. Um... We played, we did play some video games, even in the desert of this year. We're waiting on some things to come out. It's kind of weird right now because a lot of stuff has gotten delayed. A lot of people have come out and said, see you in 2023. Other stuff we're just kind of waiting to hear back on. Yeah. Um, I think we were just talking about the other day that new God of War. Uh, I saw there's some leaks on the merchandise that might be coming out this year still. So we might be getting that. But other than that, until this summer games fest or whatever we just what's big stuff that's coming out this year i don't know there's there's a whole lot of whole lot of nothing yeah um i would say like last year we always talked about what is game of the year because it was a lot of like bees it was a lot of that was good but you know it doesn't feel like game of the year this is the inverse there's one behemoth yes that we're all playing and continue to play and then a whole lot of tumbleweeds Yes. So um, this year's good on that front, but what you know? What else is going to come out? Summer's Game Fest. We we do live stream stuff, and we're going to be live streaming the Summer Games Fest. I don't know what 
they did one last year, which I didn't watch at all. But now that Man. E3 is done, I feel like this is kind of the big thing. Sam but, and I covered the one oh, last year for the channel. That's what that was. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if that yeah. was a different thing. We Sam, if you if you any of you guys watched that last year, my buddy Sam and I we played like probably you played through the games. We played like twelve games and okay. did like a three hour review of the stuff that stuck out to us. So it seems like I don't know if they did this last year because E3 did happen last year. I think it was very um, not as much as. It wasn't in its uh, normal form. I yeah. feel like I can. Ba- I couldn't even tell you what happened on oh, E3 last year. I think I'm thinking of the indie festival. Yes, because I That's was like, I was like, thing. how are you playing yeah, it? No, yeah, no, no. this is like they're announcing stuff or whatever, and Jeff Keighley. But um, what now they? that E3 is just not happening, which I'm very. I've been seeing like threads online and stuff. People like. This is the time we'd be looking at memes and people would be making gifts and having Sony and yeah. Microsoft's head over all these. It's sad. And I was like, that was so. And I had another friend, and he actually showed up at, on one of the streams. Derek, shout out Derek. He texted me the other day, and his daughter was like asking him about E3. Like, what was E3 like? Like all this stuff. Oh my like, gosh. And he was like, he was like, those were so fun of days of like, we would get nothing done at work. Like we'd be sitting there and stream oh, yeah. all day. We would just be like, we'd be on vacation watching. and we would be yes. look, it, watching it in the yeah. car and the, the hype drive. and the level of like, Oh my gosh, they've announced this. And like our reaction videos and stuff. It's like, man, like, uh, I wish they would have figured out E3 this year, but the summer's game fest, maybe, I mean, the game awards is still really fun. I feel like yeah. that's the only thing holding on. Yeah. So summer's game fest, if they can hold off on that, you are, know. are there any Sony, does Sony plan to do any, they didn't do anything last year, even not associated no. with E3. They just have been going the Nintendo route and just doing little directs, which is called the state of the play. But, but, play but the difference is E. so Nintendo still does a direct around E3. Yeah. yeah. Even if they're not at E3, Sony didn't do anything last yeah. year. Yeah, they just they bummer. spread out everything throughout the year. They're like, here's this or whatever, man. And all of the PSVR news, and maybe we'll get. I think we will get one big video form, yeah, like uh, update or whatever. But all of the PSVR two news has been articles on their website, and they're like, here's the thing, and here's a picture of it, and it's like, man, I wish. You'd give me a flashy video and stuff. But yeah. I think there actually has been one. They showed um, Horizon, the new um, Horizon VR game um, that they're coming out with it. But, man. Oh, they're doing a Horizon VR game? Yeah. And it looks really cool. They showed, like, gameplay of it. I really need good. to finish Forbidden West. I need to hop back into that. It's forbidden. I I think I talked about it on the podcast, yeah. my feelings It just came it. out. It did the same thing it, when it came out Breath of the Wild time. And it was like, I'm just going to be playing Breath of the Wild. And this time it came out during Elden Ring. It's like, well, I'm going to be playing Elden Ring. It did the same thing as that. And it just didn't feel very joyful to play. Yeah. It felt so like. Yeah, I, that was one of the one games I turned back to Amazon. I said, take this back from I me. I was kind of shocked when you did that. because it, it just immediately, I knew I'd made a, like a mistake once I started playing into it. I was like, this is not for me. Like the way I enjoy games i was like this is not i'm never gonna like did joy from this. does it make you doubt even your original opinion of the first game no or do you still feel like that was i just felt game? like it was a copy paste of the first game yeah. and it took longer well i immediately was took like, longer to get to the fun and i was like what am i doing here i forget all of the first stuff they um, did the cardinal sin of sequels which is just expect you to remember all these people yeah and it's I not like they good, mixed I them in recap. i need a really good recap and yeah i don't know but uh, let's talk about what we did play. Uh, we just said we we're all about the present. We talked all future. 
And a little past at the end. <laughs> so let's go present. Yeah, we have to go back to present. Uh, you know what's the present? Bloodborne D-Make. <laughs> <laughs> we went back. Okay, back yeah. to the past again. That's weirdly present. So if you have not seen, we do a show every Thursday night, unless craziness happens, where I will have different guests on the show. Shout out Pierce. Shout out Matt. Our friends Matt and Pierce. And Travis joined me this past week, and we did... The Bloodborne D-Make. It's a fan D-Make. They took Bloodborne and they made it look like an old PS1 game. And we streamed it. You can check that out. But quick little thoughts on that, that that was an awesome thing for four-fifths of it. (laughs) And that last half, they made you go through the sewer and find this key and do all this stuff, and it was agonizing. It just yeah. was like it totally sucked the wind out of the whole thing. And it gives you an appreciation for that delicate balance those games all walk, that they yeah. never have a part that's quite that bad. Yes. But, yeah, like it was it, awesome. It really demaked. It really went back to, like, a PS1 game where it's like, find the weird thing to open this door. And, and the they, maybe, sewer that never ends. Yeah, so maybe they were going for that feeling of dread of, like, I don't want to play this anymore our enthusiasm was just sucked out yeah but let's just talk about those that other uh, you know four-fifths of it that yeah. was awesome like yeah. it just was so fun and it felt like the, like you'd get to this part and like oh like you'd be like i know where you're at now he did like take some liberties and connect because it made it like an old ps1 game you'd have loading screens and like every couple things and he kept with those restrictions which was cool but you would be like that's not right. Like, where's the level? Like, you had just played it fresh in your mind. Like, nope. Uh, go right, I guess. Like, yeah. You're trying to guide me and stuff. It was like two-thirds the way you remember, and then there's a weird hallway that goes a different way yeah. and stuff like that. But all I want to speak even more highly on the graphics, the emulating that old PS1, like, jitter of, like, how they render the graphics on PS1. Like, that would... I never noticed as a kid, but the graphics would just shake. Yeah, the dithering. They were they were dithering, yeah. and and you can look up. Is it Modern Vintage Gamer did yeah, a whole thing yeah. on why that's happening? Look up Modern Vintage Gamer. He's got YouTube. a fantastic video about and it, and he goes into more detail. But the way that just is nostalgic now of like how that looks. It looks fricked up, and they nailed that look in this <laughs> game. And you can change the CRT effects and how it looks. I think are the best I've ever seen because emulator emulators. I know they have to do it across the board. Like, they have, like, scan lines and stuff, but this is tailored for this game, and it looks incredible. Like, I, yeah. I hope that he was would, like, work with some of these, like, emulators and, like, get that working. I don't if, know. If you, don't if know you could get do. his filter from this game yes, into it the... Just, it, he nailed it. It looked really cool, but that was really cool. And he's coming out soon with a Bloodborne cart, which I thought was funny. Uh, again, like a nod to... Back in that era of like, sewers, man. of like Diddy Kong Racing and Crash Team Racing and all these like kart racing games that came out. So, yeah, we'll go through the series again. Get the key to finish the race. Um, Bloodborne D-Make, pretty cool. Do you think that with that D-Make, because like I've always wondered what is the most popular of their games? And Bloodborne has a, a big following, but I was just like, I think it's still Dark Souls at the end of the day. Yeah. There is an, an undying love people have for specifically Bloodborne. Yeah. Even though it's not my favorite, I do I like it a lot. I think because that's the first one. I think Elden Ring hit critical mass mainstream, whatever. Yeah. But I think Bloodborne is second on that totem pole of like 
Because there's people that, that we know and whatever have seen that, that aren't really into Souls games. Like, oh, I played Bloodborne. I played Bloodborne. Like, that was one I think more people just touched and they never touched uh, the Souls game. The, I think you're right. But I Elden think you're Ring, right about that. I think that. went critical mass. I think Elden Ring actually destroyed it and, like, gaining everybody that we knew played. I think Elden you're Ring. right about that, but it's just weird to me because, like, Dark Souls has lifetime, like, 10 million sales and Bloodborne has lifetime 3 or 4 million. Yeah. Because it's PS4 only. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of people that can't play bloodborne because they don't play console yeah. or they don't have playstation so it's still kind of weird it's it's like super loved but it's also not exposed to the widest audience it could have yeah they release that thing on pc it's gonna go crazy after I, yeah Ring. i think they will at some point yeah which sony is doing that now which i think is a perfect strategy for them in which microsoft is releasing like day and day you know date with the xbox with their pc stuff sony has a console to like you know foster so it's like it makes sense like hey new god of war is coming out here's the old god of war on pc yeah. and stuff and we like our friend alex or whatever is like loving that god of war game and he's he doesn't really play playstation or whatever and it's like he's gonna experience that and i think it's going to push people to get the place to uh, it's so. a it's a perfect it's i think a, they're doing like it smart ad. it's like an ad it's like well, I want to play the new one. Okay, I have to buy the console cause, or yeah. wait another year and a half or two, yeah. you know. Well, and if they do release Returnal next, like it's rumored, I was nervous that they would always wait three or four years because that's a long time. Waiting a year, I think, is fair. Well, I think that's good. the perfect amount. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I think that gives enough people like, oh, I don't know if I want to wait a year. My friends are all playing right now. They'll buy it, you know. But yeah. Sony, you're smart. Um, also did a hangout with Jacob. You can check it out out on the channel we did vr games and he totally sold me on the oculus rift 2 it was totally wireless i was just shocked like that we were streaming wirelessly to his computer and then we were streaming that like to our like twitch and youtube yeah. like that was just working so fluidly and i was like this is awesome like everything is just working great the we played blood and sorcery I think that was the game. Yeah. And we played uh, Beat Saber. And we only did Linkin Park songs. And you can check it out. It's still up, I think. When I, I didn't even notice, I was like, yeah, let's play. That'd be fun. And then I was like, oh, shoot, copyright. Because yeah. all these copyright songs. And we only did Linkin Park songs. And we just sped them up by two times and went, hope that the algorithm doesn't find this or hope that it doesn't whatever. And it's still up. So you can check out. We beat the record labels. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's the way to do it. Speed it up a little bit, slow it down. Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Chipmunk it, you know, make it slow, make it sound like a monster, whatever you're going <laughs> to do. But played that, that Blood Sorcerer game, I feel like Oculus and all the PC VR is, you can just go wild. There's Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, all this crazy stuff that you can't get on PSVR. Yeah. PSVR, though, I've played the most of, and I'm playing through, like, all these, like, very catered, like produced well-produced like titles and like oh yeah. i'm loving all this but pc's where you go for nuts wackadoo stuff like you're mm -hmm. just seeing like the craziest stuff that people get to make and it's so like it's it's always on the frontier like like what is this and someone's trying this and it's it's fresh whereas psvr it's like very okay here's this new title we've cleared through and this is like much faster updates and much faster are like, you thinking of buying an oculus too uh, yeah, uh, I think I am because you might have just, two VR headsets. Yeah, I, I I think this they each serve a really good purpose, um, and I also am gonna get the PSVR too. But this one, I I was shocked how much I really enjoyed it. I I loved the feature of like 
the pass through where and, and like also he was this was like killing my mind though he was like hey get close to me i was in the, he was like just lean over lean, lean over and i leaned over and once you go past like the safety zone or whatever he, the real world starts melting into the vision of the the game oh my god like if you're bending over say i like the say, like the the space the play space is right here if I bent over like this, my right eye would start to like see, like oh it, would, my it would come gosh. into view the room. And then once I come back in, I would go, I would go back into the, That's the wild. video game. It worked perfect. It worked awesome. Then we like put a battery pack in our back pocket, like a big one he had, and like had that wire just go in there. And then like we could just play wirelessly and it worked great. So um, thank you, Oculus. It was really fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, been playing anything? I've been playing one thing, <laughs> Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm towards yeah. the end of it. It's a big ass game. Yeah. With uh, no intentions of letting you wrap it up quickly. Yeah. I'm at 106 hours. I I'm work so part of why maybe it's taken me. I always do this though. Is I'm trying to just do all the trophies on the first run. Yes. I haven't really had to go do anything I wouldn't do otherwise. It's just been fighting bosses, exploring areas. I may have to do some cleanup at the end, but I'm on probably the last uh, last optional area. I got one boss left in there, and then I got the crumbling ferrum. Mm. I've explored yeah. some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, you're totally And I, I've killed the duo that were, are in there, and then I think there's two more bosses in there, mm -hmm. and then I think I go fight somebody back at the Capitol. Yeah. So I've got like four or five bosses left. Yeah. And, and like maybe half an area with the crumbling ferrum. So I just beat it before this podcast like an hour ago a little bit ago and um i was ready to like beat it. i was ready to go through it um yeah i freaking loved it and i will like not play it for a couple of days but i i'm gonna jump back in on the optional stuff and i'm i will like like still wow. play online with people and yeah. stuff like I, I actually am still not sick sick of it i'm gonna like wait a couple of days and i'm gonna try out some other stuff games i'm wanting to get to but I don't I'm not putting it down down like I'm actually wow. going to like keep that in the PS5 and it's like that's my game but I maybe it's because of the uh like the famine we're in of games too it's, it's like not there's not anything compelling yeah there's yeah. nothing new new I'm really checking out there is something else I did play is that it on Elden Ring or is there like yeah that's it um but yeah also incredible game but uh I think I beat it in 89 hours is what I took and I was like at level 120 I think is where I was at. Such a big game. So uh, I played Nintendo S Sports Switch. Also did a Hangout for. Very fun. I think it's it's just like it's fun to get Wii Sports back. They added some new. There's like this sword game. I forgot the name of it, but like yeah. there's like a foam sword or whatever, and you're trying to like push the person off. But what it is is like you are using the joy con and if i hit you and you're not guarding like this and you're guarding like this when i hit you you go back oh wow so it's it's the game of like like fast reaction of like if you are swinging like this i need to block like this wow and like so like you'll just sit there and move back and forth really quick and like try to catch it so uh, me and matt did that and uh had a had a good time but bowling's back they're adding golf later i wish golf would have been there now but does it um, ha is it like a two-player like you can each hold a joy con and play um yeah i think you can do that we didn't do uh the local and stuff i haven't checked that out but we did online um but i think you can yeah i okay. think that's local and stuff too but 
the online I've heard, I didn't do it. I, I just played with Matt or whatever. He was like, these people are extremely good. They're already really good. So uh, be prepared to get your butt kicked um, wow. on there. But awesome. They also, I bought the physical edition, which came with a, um, and I had this already through that fitness game. I forgot the freaking name of it. Ring fitness. Ring fitness. I want that. That is incredible. And it's, uh, so I work out every day and I do strenuous workouts that kicked my butt. I want to get that. That kicks my butt. Like that is no joke. And it's very, very good. Like if you want to like have a workout routine, it's like, well, I like video games and it like incentivizes like you're leveling up. Like, I, like I've BD heard it's stuff. phenomenal. It is incredible. Ring fit fitness. I forgot the name of it. One of the, one of the journalists at giant bomb put that like as their game of the year yeah, and like fought for it to be on the list yeah. when it came out. They were like, this changed my life. Yeah. Because it, is no joke. It's not like, Oh, do some setups and stuff like that thing that they tell you to do. And the motion stuff. Like I was like, frick, this is freaking me up. Like it's, it's messing me up. Like yeah. and I work out every day. So, but it, it is very good, but that comes with a strap for like running. And like, that's how you like move in that world. Yeah. Like you move along like a set path and like fight stuff. But in Wii sports or Nintendo sports switch, that's a mouthful. You put that on and it, it, it can work for soccer. So you can oh, like wow. kick and stuff and it can like get what, but we played soccer without that for like online and it was really fun. Like it's, it's kind of like rocket league and like, but you're like running and like hitting the ball and like, you can jump up and like hit it with your yeah. head and, and block it. It was really fun. It's a fun little, you may have sold thing. me so, on this. This sounds yeah. like fun. And I think it's a good, if you have people over, I think that's because like the Wii U had that freaking Nintendo land, Wii sports on the Wii, of course. And I think this is theirs. Like I think yeah. Nintendo switch sports is a good group game, party game. Bring that out. I think everybody would have a lot of fun. Nice. No, it'd be nice to have something other than smash and Mario Kart. Yes. That's I think cool. that's another like good group. Well, game. And one, two switch, of course. <laughs> yeah. One, two switch. I, I think I bought one to switch because that was all. You either no. bought it or somebody got it for you for Christmas or something. I remember you had that. And you yeah, were, yeah. Somebody that bought just, that for you. I yeah, think, you I said. think so. And that game just does, didn't do it for me. Was it dud? It was kind of cool, but I think it was a full. I think it was full price. Wasn't yeah, it? it was sixty bucks. Yeah, that yeah. should have been a pack-in. Yeah, it's like Astrobot could have charged money and they didn't. That's the opposite. That should have been a pack-in. Yeah, but it wasn't because it, it demoed like the the. The vibrate. I think that the special vibration on the switch was is such a miss. Yes, uh, it and was. After we and now we have like the PlayStation. Yeah, where it was kind of cool it. at first. It was like okay, this is going kind of the controller. I think it was the beta for the PS5 yeah. controller. The PS5 controller was so good. It's knocked me back from like I was getting third party games on my PC. Mm. But once I like experienced the PS5 controller, I was like, Oh, this is like a draw to me now. I yeah. never, ex I never thought that that was going to be a next gen, like draw to me. And I was like, I want to play third party games on this and fill the trigger and yeah. fill that, like that resistance and stuff. Like it's just really cool, but it's very immersive. But, uh, that is video games. I think that might be record time That's, for our video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We didn't really play a ton, um, but like I said, every Thursday we check out new stuff. Um, we do some on the Hangouts, so stay tuned for that in June. But we had some video game news, and then we can maybe get to hentai. Down for that. Uh, Death Stranding 2 is coming, thanks to Norman Reedus, who, uh, you know, sang like a canary. <laughs> 
They didn't even have to put pressure on it. No just... pressure. They just asked him and like, and you had a good point when we talked about this. It was like, what a bummer because he keeps stuff so tight to the chest, Kojima. Yeah. But you made a good point. It was like, well, these movie people, they're not like that. They immediately tell you like, oh, this is being worked on. Like, yeah. And the game industry is extremely secretive because there is a hype kind of culture around it, which is fun. I yeah. mean, that's what we kind of like do our live streams and our, our reactions. But he let it. The cat is out of the bag. So, yeah. And so. I think that he was pro he probably would be sh shocked because, yeah, like they announced Star Wars movies that never get made. The second they hire a guy to maybe try yeah. to write something in Google this Docs is in for the works. It. Hey, this guy's working on it. That could mean somebody yeah. like had a conversation on coffee and they said, yeah, we're going to pay you for a month to stipend. You come in and work yeah. on that with our group. Like, so, yeah, it's just it's funny. It's so that's coming in. I think that's weird because I think we were talking I was like what is that going to be because I never felt from finishing Death Stranding I was like oh what's going to happen next but I I think you could say that maybe too when Metal Gear 1 came out and Metal Gear 2 is like you know I well I remember Kojima was going to retire after 2 he was like okay 2 is the last one okay yeah. 3 is the last one and yeah. like was like, so maybe, you know maybe we, similar things maybe once we play it, it's like oh yeah it's going to be a no dumb if we know anything about Kojima it will have parts of the same DNA, but it will have a completely different scenario because Metal Gear yeah. game to Metal Gear game are very different. Very different. Yeah. And it won't be a copy paste. Like, I'm sure yeah. it'll still be the hiking kind of gameplay and you're probably going to be carrying stuff, but <laughs> it, he'll mix it up. It yeah. will be different. Um, I would just like some more actual stealth zones and missions. Yeah, that was... And a tighter combat sandbox, if there's going to be combat. This game was a really crazy cool experience, but the gameplay Metal Gear Solid Five kept me like coming back in, coming back, coming back for more, and, oh, I got to do this, and I, how am I going to, you know, five-star this mission? Whereas Death Stranding, it's like after 45, 50 hours of dragging boxes i get it like it was it was very it was, fun once but i felt no desire to yeah. perfect any of those walks yes i was like i that seems like a job the entire game is kind of a fetch quest like you are going yeah. and getting stuff but the fighting the scenery and finding the best way to store your stuff and not get it damaged like i that was fun it was a puzzle in itself but once you're 50 hours in, you're like, uh, run to this mountain, which is all the way across the map, and run back. It's like, oh, it just feels yeah. like a chore. That said, I still loved that game, but that's uh, yeah. strange too. I'll be excited. I'll be excited to see it. I'd, I'd be lying if I didn't say I'd be down for Kojima to do something else. Yeah. Because um, Death Stranding always felt to me kind of like he had six different ideas for years, and he was yeah. finally, like, blowing his load. Yeah. And part of me was like, that's a palate cleanser. Then he'll do something maybe more focused yeah. for him and his next thing. And that could be his next saga. Death Stranding always felt to me like a one-time thing. Yeah. It didn't feel like a franchise, but it's going to be a franchise. So let's see what he does. Yeah. There's a lot you could do with that world too. Cause like, we don't really know much about the broader. I mean, that game was such a cool celebration of like America in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like with like walk, you're basically walking across the country. Yeah. Um, which again is probably one of my favorite things about. It. It's like a microcosm of America. Mm. You could do other countries. I just think he wouldn't do something that simple though. Now we're doing it in this in Europe. Like, yeah, he's just he not that kind of director. He's gonna mix it up. So. Yeah. I mean, it could be, you know, 
the beginning of those things showing up or like it could what, be. what caused that or something. I don't know, but you know, go back Metal Gear Solid 3 style. We could. With uh, Naked Snake. That's a game I've been thinking about wanting to go back and play what? again. Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't think I really feel like replaying 1 or... Not that I'm against replaying 2. I've thought about going back and replaying all of those 3D ones uh, again. I have no desire to go back to Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. I'll, Once I'll, was I'll, good for me. I, yeah, I, I had that fun. That was a one and done. Kenny and I sat. Did I ever tell you that? Kenny and I played yeah. through those. I think you came over once when we yeah. were playing them on the MGS3 collection. Yeah. And those were the perfect, just sit with a friend, hang out three yeah. or four sessions, look up the guide and get through it. Um, Metal Gear 2 was pretty cool, actually. Metal Gear 2 is cool. Metal Gear 1 is like, it's it's a game, and yeah. it, it has little DNAs of like where it's going. The Metal Gear 2 is legit cool, and the graphics are better, and yeah, I like Metal Gear 2, but I would never maybe yeah. play it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, if, I play, if I play 1 again, it'll be Twin Snakes, I think. I, I, I like I 1, but I've, I've played it so many times. Yeah, Hentai, yeah, I, I crushed it. Yeah, I, I stopped your... You just keep wanting to steer back into the into the and it's traffic you know what here. I've hyped this up now, it's probably not it's just gonna be a bust. Well, you got your pervert. It's just I'm I'm basically blue balling you guys, um, with hentai. Um, this is a children's podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I marked the childrens can watch this video. Yeah. Sorry, children. Sorry, children. Sorry, children. But <laughs> the I wanted to update. I had closure on this. So I mentioned in a past podcast, I watched this, found out it was indeed hentai I got from a yard sale. Got hentai from a yard sale. Watched it, the both episodes. I and I said I understand it. I said I'm not for it. Or that's not me. I'm not buying hentai every week. But I went, I get it. <laughs> I watched it and went, I get the whole experience now. It makes sense. It's like, okay, I, I see what I, you guys I, are I was, doing. I was not in my head. And I was like, I finally get the hype. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was like, let's. I'm selling this. So, <laughs> I it was sitting on you know on eBay or whatever, and finally I do want an update. That's the thing too is I didn't know what the price of this thing was. It was it was this old VCD thing. I don't even know what the format, whatever. But somebody did bite, and someone bought it for thirty, like around thirty bucks. So, man, so thank you. You got uh, everything you could get out of that. Yeah, you I got, got my enjoyment and a new, then a new discovery now, and now thirty I'm bucks. Back. Now uh, you're giving back. I did feel uh, it was. It's such a weird item that you just don't see because I looked on there and there was nothing because usually you can look on there. And it's like, okay, here's what this is selling for on eBay. Yeah. Get an ideal. No one is posting that like copy of like a physical copy of this two episode hentai. <laughs> but I was like there. I what I do when I'm like doing game collections and stuff and I'm like there's certain items you can save searches on eBay. <laughs> And what that'll do is it'll notify you via email or your phone if somebody posts something. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can, like, if you've been waiting forever, so there's, like, certain games where you'll only see those maybe three times a year. So like, you telling me a, somebody saved a search for this hentai, and then you posted it, they said, oh, my God, it's up. <laughs> that <laughs> was oh their E3. God. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's I, live. <laughs> Get it's it. Live. <laughs> I think I did for someone what people do for me when, like, there was a, a Game Boy box. There I was, was a waiting. nostalgia for somebody. I was waiting forever. <laughs> and so, it was Animaniacs. 
and somebody posted, I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, should I buy this? And I went back through and I saw on like price charting or saw on eBay, I was like, these come up two sold last year. And I was like, yeah, like, and I yeah. bought it. So it's like, that was that thing. I got notified or whatever. So I wonder if somebody was looking for this a, and they got the notification. What a sweet, like little pervert story. <laughs> Just, he's been waiting and waiting. Yippee. Yippee. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that I gave back and that guy is, or girl is enjoying um, that. The way I enjoy Game Boy boxes is how he's probably <laughs> the same thing that I do when I get Game Boy boxes. Proud little shelf, yeah. Is what he's doing with that hentai. What do you right do now. with Game Boy boxes? Uh, he's doing the same thing I do when I get them. You have to elaborate. The same? No. <laughs> no elaboration needed. This has been our hentai update for the month. This has been the hentai update. Do you think there's gonna be a part three to this? If I buy more hentai, now here's the thing. Uh, no, there's not. There's no. <laughs> I was gonna say you are strongly considering if this is something you want to say. I, now I will say I did go to. Oh, <laughs> okay, not hentai update, but I did explain there was I was finding a lot of porn, playboys, playboys and stuff, and, stuff. and I even had a conversation with the porn connoisseur at one of these places saying you should buy all that, and I didn't. But um, I bought the hentai instead. <laughs> but I went, I was, um, so when I travel around, I like hit up like weird thr thrift stores and stuff in different areas. Like I travel out of the city and stuff a couple hours for work. And recently I was in this way out in like Indiana farmland and area. And there was an antique mall and I had like 40 minutes to kill before I had like work to do. And I was like, okay, I'll run in here. I ran this antique mall and there was a thing off to the side that said, come down to the treasure trove. Like you're going to find something, you're going <laughs> to find something down here. And, um, I went down there and it is a cell. It's like a basement. It's an unfinished basement cellar. And I, there was, it was just me in the store. Cause it was like a weekday or whatever. So I'm down there alone. It's like the ceiling is right here on my head. And I'm down there and I'm looking around I'm like, this is very spooky vibes. Like, I think this is haunted or whatever, but I'm walking around and sure enough, I look in a tub and there is porn down in this. <laughs> this so I'm CD, in this creepy unfinished basement. and no one else is down there. There's only one exit out of this place. And I'm looking around and I see, you know, porn. I did not get it, but uh, I did thumb through it to see if there was any. Any hentai. Any good. <laughs> Hi, well, just double check. <laughs> um, why? Why does it have it. to be in the creepiest part of the building? Yeah, I that, don't the know. Treasure trove. That sounds like kids. You know, come on and down. And you know what it was going down there. Have you ever seen that thing that looks like Jesus' face on the shroud of like whatever? Yes, yeah. That was looking at me when you went down into that basement. Into <laughs> like that, that face? Yeah, that face. Are you serious? Yeah, they had that on the wall like in a frame. Oh my God. They so, were like really trying to make I you... I don't know what was going on with that antique mall. Have some self-confrontation as you walk down there. Yeah, I uh, I didn't buy anything. Um, so then you just, you, you know, you just finished what you had to do and came back yeah, upstairs. And I, and said, <laughs> I said, I'm good guys. We're out. But, um, what a mess. All that <laughs> was really funny there. So it, it, well, this, this will tie in with the next like topic we'll talk about, but I posted a new video in episode two of video game halls. 
I didn't know what the name of it was at first, but last year at the very end of the yard sale season, I posted like these crazy finds I had, and I just posted episode two of that. You can check that out on the channel. But um, I forgot was where I was going with that. Oh, um, so I was talking about like how I resell and stuff online and like stuff like whatever, like some games and I collect games. Like I, I was collecting games and like can resell the other ones. But at that antique mall and heads up, this is for you people. If you sell on eBay, I had heard about these before, but they're called jarts. Have you heard of jarts? Or the game shirt? No, they're, um, it was an old game from the seventies or sixties, or maybe I think even like the fifties, I think from the, it was the time period of fifties, the seventies. And they're, they were going on eBay for like 300 bucks. If you could find oh, these wow. things, cause they don't sell them. Cause they are like dangerous. They're like sharp, sharp, extremely sharp darts. And you play it in the yard <laughs> and like you have these rings and stuff and it's in this box and it's called jarts with like, like on the front of it. And, eBay just recently banned those. Like you cannot sell those. <laughs> so it was funny. Like when I was like, look, cause I found, I've never seen them in person and it was at that antique mall and it was like price cut. And it was like, cause I think they like were trying to sell on eBay too. Some of these antique malls have like, they yeah. sell on eBay and they sell in the store. And they're like price cut. Cause it's like, they cannot get rid of the jar. Why won't anymore. eBay so, let you sell them? I think cause they're, so, they're just a dangerous item. It's like a sharp knife weapon thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's ungodly dangerous. And like kids will be like, yay. And like throw oh this thing, gosh. but it's like, it is, they're huge. And they're like, they're almost like those little like Nerf footballs, but it, it, think of a sharp knife on the end, like why throwing through. So do not buy jarts to reset. <laughs> You'll get eBay will shut you down immediately. And it was funny when you even search jarts, it's like a t-shirt that says jarts on it is all that you can buy. Like, <laughs> Well, I'll show my love for jarts, but I cannot find them anywhere. I so. almost think that's something that's worth buying because if you can't sell it on eBay, it's yeah. going to become like a like, really wanted. Yeah, thing you can only get it at like antique malls and local. Could become so. rare. Yeah, and you can only play it once with your little cousin. Did you buy the jarts? No, I left the jarts. <laughs> I left a jar. Left the jarts and left the I board. Left, I left the jarts jar and kept jot, your kept and your. I, uh, I jot out of there. Kept your self respect. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the jarts and this porno, please. <laughs> That's a chaotic. <laughs> That's an unhinged combination. Uh, yes, police. There's a man that just bought <laughs> these items. Uh, but that is your update. Um, I didn't put it down on like our notes or whatever. But Better Call Saul just ended there. They're doing a weird thing. They uh, did a mid-season finale, this but break. they're starting back up in July. So it just ended, and then episode seven is coming back at the end of July. It's an intermission. Yeah, it's like a very like a couple weeks intermission. So, but uh, that was really really good. Um, very similar feelings I have to that as I had to Breaking Bad and the characters and stuff. So we're checking out. I think we've talked uh, at length about it, and I can't speak more without spoiling stuff. So it's, it's very, its fifth season. Uh, it's in its sixth final so season. It ran longer than Breaking. Yeah, Bad. Yeah, they said they weren't going to do more episodes of Breaking Bad. And I think they've like kept that. I think there was longer episodes or whatever, but um, wow, it's uh, ending in July or starting in July. But that's cool. But man, we are the cinema cinema twins. We're the cinema twins. What order do you want to do these in? Beanie Babies. Okay. Did you collect Beanie Babies when you were a kid? I didn't collect anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a big collector. 
I so were they were Beanie Babies the little dolls with the hair? They were the ones with the has the said tie on the tag, tie Beanie Babies. I think they I'm were ginormous. troll dolls with the colors. Yeah, that's colorful the, hair, pink. Yeah, hair. that's trolls. And then were they like with the little pointy thing on the top of their head? Those no, they were all different animals. They were all different animals. Oh, they were little animals. Yeah, they're stuffed animals. Uh, my sister had some of those. Yes. Okay. Um, I, thought so I was thinking of Teletubbies. Beanie Mania <laughs> is the name of the documentary. Um, I think it's cool to check out. It talks about the whole run-up of where these things came from, how they became popular. It was this guy who just started selling these little stuffed animals in his toy company to, like, mom-and-pop shops. And he, like, started... It, well, then what happened was people started, like, these are really cool and started cataloging. And there was, like, no official catalog. So it the what was really cool about the documentary is talked about, like, these... It was mostly, like, these, like, um, like upper-class, like, stay-at-home moms started collecting these yep. and started cataloging them and making their own magazines. And it became crazy. People were like, oh, I want these things and collecting them and started noticing that some started, like... You not, get the rich stay-at-home moms uh, on your yeah. side. You can so conquer the world. they started making buku bucks because they could say like here's what's rare here's what's over here and they would call across the country and travel and like fly to different states to get certain ones but it's it's a really cool documentary it talks about like the history of all that stuff that i didn't know like where that stuff came from i was super into beanie babies not in it was weird not in the full ones like i did get like the like the regular size ones or like the the beanie babies that you know what i was into was the McDonald's Beanie Babies. Because yeah. I always went growing up every single day to fast food and like McDonald's and Burger King, all you that stuff. You had all the McDonald's toys. Didn't yeah, you? so I had a ton of those McDonald's toys and stuff. And I talked about in the podcast recently and there was a book they made of all those McDonald's toys. So I wanted all of the Beanie Babies and we traveled around the like tri-state. And like wow. my mom would take me to different McDonald's this day, and like we gotta find the platypus, we gotta find the freaking, we gotta find you know Platy the platypus, we gotta find the Red Bull, we gotta find the penguin. Like I needed all these, <laughs> and uh, I would go in there, and we would like we'd have to like, like try and get them. And um, so a good memory that I had of getting these, and also the only place, you, another place you get them is my parents would set up at the flea market all the time. So I would see all of these Beanie Babies there. And, like, what was cool was Walmart and Toys R Us was like, hey, like, we'll distribute them. And he said, no, only the mom and pop gets these. And I've never since then, there's never been anything like that where they, they stay wow. out of big box and they're like a mega big, like, yeah. worldwide phenomenon or at least nationwide. But they I think it was worldwide, but. They only sold to mom and pops. They said, no, like those are the people that support us and we don't like care about the big box. Like wow. they get your product in there and they want to discount it to hell. And no, we're not doing that. And there was interviews with Toys R Us and they're like, we need, they need to like, like put them in. And they were mad like yeah. at Ty. But, but when you got power over them and yeah. you can use it, do it. So it was only mom and pop shop. So what would happen is they would call across like, Hey, they would call these shops like they would call like on the phone book all the shops like the little mom and pop like stuffed animal yeah. craft shops and stuff and find them. I bet but, those shops love that though too. Yeah, it, uh, and they but at the same time I think it got kind of chaotic for them. Like they'd have to put on the sign like no more freaking baby beanie babies, <laughs> or they'd answer the phone and go we don't have any beanie babies. Like <laughs> it became chaos for them. But funny story with Thai beanie babies. I'm collecting all of the beanie babies for McDonald's. 
I finally get this one that I'm missing. And I am so crazy as a kid. I keep them in the bag. I like to keep them sealed. And my, I was my cousin and my dad. And, and I, I don't know where we were going or my uncle was driving and he was in the back seat with me and he was talking to my dad. And I'll never forget this. We still like laugh about it. I had been dying to get this hippo. We were looking everywhere for it. It was hard to get. And I was like, Hey, Eddie, Eddie, like, look, like, I got the hippo. I got this hippo and I was like showing him and he took it and he was like, and he, as he was still talking or whatever and he took it or whatever and he's looking at it and he opened it. He <laughs> thought I was wanting him to open it. And I went, no, oh my gosh. Like he opened it. Like I'd been looking for it forever and he opened it and he went, what? And I was just like, I, 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 did you want it open? You want me to open it for you? He thought, cause those bags were hard to oh open my and God, stuff as dude. a little kid. And I was like freaking out. But it's not good. Yeah. So that's the kind of kid that <laughs> you I still was. have your beanie baby. Yeah. And recently I went through my parents stuff and I found those beanie babies and this was psycho of me, but I was looking through and I was like, Oh, I have all of them except number seven on this one set. And I was She'll like, buy it. I was like, where's the penguin? I don't have the penguin. Where's the penguin at? I went on eBay, bought it for four bucks, like <laughs> free show. It was like so cheap. Cause no, those have bottomed out. Their value they're, they're not worth anything. They're not worth anything. But I did buy them off. Really? Uh, off Why? eBay. How are they worth nothing now? Are they just so many of them. The market just kind of like they just the interest and they just you. you if you watch the documentary, you'll kind of see. I like, could see those coming back though if you can collect some. Yeah, I, I think during they did talk about in the documentary that during COVID, people started streaming their Beanie Baby collections and it did like start hyping them up a little bit so check out beanie mania if you're a beanie head you watch some movies i'm gonna let you i did i watched um x-men and x-men 2 x-men united old little comic book movies back when hugh jackman was the only thing i remember from those movies is the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. the only thing I remember. Yeah. I re and uh, I'm the juggernaut. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remembered that. I remembered the girl, the rogue girl that, like, kissed her boyfriend and he, like, dies or, like, gets has a stroke. Like, oh, I don't remember that. She can't make contact with people. And I remember, like, Wolverine driving around in the snow and, like, his big truck and stuff, his little mm -hmm. semi-truck. And, you know... It, the I I remember when I was a kid, the first one kind of scared me, but I I thought it was interesting. I thought it was good. That movie is corny. That movie yeah. is super corny. But I will say, like it's short. It's like two hours. It is like that. It was kind of the Avengers before the Avengers was mm -hmm. what I yeah. was struck by because it's about it's, it's not really about just one person. It's yeah. about like this group of superheroes and they've kind of got like a banter and like this guy's you know, Wolverine's moving in on Cyclops, his girl and like, yeah. but, and then they get in little arguments and then they go do a thing. Um, that movie though, it starts in Auschwitz <laughs> oh, and there that. is a little boy that is being taken from his family and they're like, I saw this one when and, I was a kid, and, so I totally forget everything. It looks like something out of uh, what is the is a citizen? Uh, what not citizen? Uh, Schindler's List. Schindler's, Schindler's List. list yeah. It looks like something out of Schindler's List at the beginning of this movie, and I was like, "What am I? Did I click on the right movie?" <laughs> like it is, it is literally like Nazis. Wow. Not like Hydra or any of those. It's yeah. just like literally Nazis, and uh, but the that's how Magneto 
you know, that's, he was a kid. And yeah. so I, I liked, uh, I liked the first one. One of the things I do like about those movies too, is I always, I forgot how much I liked the Charles Xavier, the guy in the wheelchair, the bald guy. Yeah. And then, uh, Magneto, the older guy that with the longer hair, mm. I like that those movies, it's it's kind of about old people. Like, it's about these two old guys that are friends, and they've mm. been friends, but they're also enemies. Yeah. And they, like, have, like, a rivalry. Like, they're both mutants, but they have, like, different opinions of how to navigate the mm -hmm. political part of it. Um, and so I liked it. You know, it's it's definitely corny. There's, like, a bad guy mm. named Sabretooth. There's a bad, bad guy that, like, looks like a toad, and he's jumping around. Yeah. And Holly Berry has, like, an all-time stupid line in that movie she almost has no lines in the movie i remember her being in it uh -huh. she plays storm she almost doesn't talk really she just <laughs> walks around like looking hot but she comes out and there's this guy toad and her ability is like lightning and like this toad guy's like licking people and like spitting stuff in their face and she like comes outside like to you know to get him and she's like you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning <laughs> and he's like goes like this and she's like the same thing is everything same thing as every but everything else oh my god and then strikes it. i was like that is one of the worst yeah. lines like that era of like 2000 yeah. 2001 they, they still they they were getting there with like the formula to make these movies like good still corny but it was still corny all that being said then i went right back to back and i watched x-men 2 so X-Men 2, I remember, that was one of the first movies, I don't know if you have a movie like this, where you go with your friend in, like, seventh grade, mm -hmm. by just you and your friend, by yourself to the movies to go watch a movie. Yeah. Did you have anything like that? Uh, I felt like I did. I didn't actually like movies a lot. as Like, I, I watched Disney and stuff on VHS. Really? You didn't go up, to the movies with your I, friends? I went to the movies with my dad sometimes. Like, we watched Star Wars, the prequel trilogy, when those came out. But I didn't go to the theater a lot. But I, I did remember going with my friends. Me and, and me and my friends, me and somebody, maybe it was my brother, we went to the movie theater down the street from our house. And I remember we were young, and it was PG-13, and we went and saw it yeah. by ourselves. Because um, that movie starts and it's Nightcrawler in the White House, like flipping. He's the guy that can disappear. Yes. And and I remember watching that in theaters as a kid. Like this is the realest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It looks so dumb now. It yeah. is so goofy. I I think that's maybe the disappointing one is X Men Two is I think it was kind of a letdown compared to my memory of it. Mm. I was like, this is where they really hit their stride. This is the whatever the <laughs> Halo Two, off. the Uncharted, you know. It, it kind of was goofy, um, and it. I just would say it, that movie does weird stuff where it feels like the like uh, it's long. It's mm -hmm. like extra long, and the last you get to, you know, how a lot of these superhero movies they get to like a fort or they get to somewhere at the end, and that's like where the end takes place. Mm -hmm. They get there like halfway through the movie, and like an hour straight is <laughs> running around this dam and underground, and they got like eight different subplots and all these kids. Yeah, that's the other thing I forgot about. The X-Men movies are different than the Avengers because the X-Men are kind of like Harry Potter and that they have all these kids with them all the time. They have a school with all these uh, kids. Yeah, yeah. So half of the story isn't really with the superheroes, it's with these damn kids. <laughs> and these kids, it's like Harry I Potter. See the X -Men, not the yeah, white these, children. Yeah, the little kids are running around and they've got little little flames and little stuff. But uh X-Men 2 is very egregious with the kids subplots that are really kind of goofy. Yeah. So all, all being said, you know, fun movies. I've been wanting to revisit them for a while because I've been on more into Marvel. 
and they're part of Marvel, even though they're in their own little universe movie-wise, and uh, wanted to revisit them. I did. I think I'm going to watch through the rest of these main ones. X-Men 3 was a... It was a, I I thought it was a fart when I saw it in 2005. <laughs> so I <laughs> know and I now. know it is a fart. So I'm actually looking forward to watching that oh, yeah. one because it might be... Uh, hopefully it's fun. But X-Men 3. X-Men 1 and X-Men 2. X-Men 1 and 2. And X-Men 3 next. <laughs> X-Men 3 next. And they then are, I'm going to get to Logan, which I never saw. Logan, I love. To Logan me, is the last of it's, us. It's X-Men. all going to build to Logan, which is yeah, the last I one think, I'll watch. Yeah, you'll have a good time. I think with Logan. I, I loved Logan. Oh, uh, you know what? I also saw Doctor Strange, the new oh, Doctor yeah. Strange. Um, it was good. Uh, and I thought, I mean, if you care about spoilers, you know, I, I know you this, don't is care. Is this going to be spoilers? Maybe just for one minute. For spoilers one minute. for one minute. Um. Wanda from WandaVision, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, she is the bad guy in this movie. She murders, murders people. Like, oh, literally, like a murderer murders oh, people. Like, makes their brain explode. Uh, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, shows up. Is she fricked up from what happened in WandaVision? She is fricked up. From what dude. happened in that? She is fricked up. And she goes on a murder rampage. And what got me wanting to watch X Men is. Pat, Professor X, the guy in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. he is in this movie in one of the alternate universes. Oh. And he's trying to stop her and get in her brain, and she, like, snaps his neck. Like, oh my murders this guy, this old guy from the X-Men oh movies. Um, she goes on a murder. She makes a guy's brain explode, and it's almost Jeez. like a horror movie. It's re- It was really good. Um, and she, you know, at the end, you know, she, she kind of dies, but um, it was a good movie. But as a big fan of WandaVision, I was conflicted because it was the next place for her character to go. Mm-hmm. And I respect that they had the balls. They had this really successful show and yeah. she's the main character. It's like, you know what? Yeah, she's going to be the bad guy and she's basically going to probably die at the end of this movie. And like, I respect that they have enough characters. They can do that, yeah. that they're willing. But they gave a good ending to her story mm-hmm. in the end. And uh I didn't like the first Doctor Strange, but this one, they had more fun with it. It was corny. They let it be corny. Sam Raimi, the guy that did the Evil Dead movies, he made this, and he did the old Spider-Man movies. So this movie had a little bit of that tone of, like, the old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that, like, I think that I miss that with the Marvel movies sometimes. So it had that. That's cool. It was pretty good. So I liked it. Cool. Um... I was going to mention on the X-Men stuff. Did you see, I don't know if we've even talked about this. They're making a new season of that original X-Men animated show. Well, I just, it is like season uh, two. Really? Yeah. I just was and watching that the other night. I didn't and know And they're that. continuing. It's just straight off from where that Are you other serious? Because yeah. I just started watching it the other yeah, night. They're, oh, just cool. take, they're just picking up where they left off. I'll have something. to check that. That they should do. People should do more of that. Now I did hear, and I haven't gone back to confirm myself, but I love the X-Men sh- uh, TV show growing up, the cartoon, and I loved Batman animated series. Now, Batman animated series still holds its own today, but I've heard multiple tons of people go, "Do not go back and watch X Men." Well, that's what I was uh, saying. I watched three or four episodes the other night, and I was rough. like, "I was like, I'm actually good. Like, it's yeah. really rough. It's like Magic School Bus level yeah. writing. Like it, I it does not hold up to yeah. what I was seeing. I would even say some of the Spider Man shows I watched when I saw No Man No Man Home, No Way yeah, Home. Yeah. I wanted to go back and watch some Spider-Man shows. Some of those are hold up pretty good, but yeah. yeah. I would agree with the X-Men. But I will say, in that Doctor Strange, uh, when the Professor X shows up, he's in the old yellow 
Oh, he's in the cartoon. Yeah, he's he's like the one from that world in that yellow cart. Oh, wow. And they play that X Men theme when he shows That's up. Cool. It was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, we both watched a movie. Yes. Everything, everywhere, all the time. I thought it was always at once. <laughs> I think you wrote it wrong. Oh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Every- <laughs> everything, everywhere, all the time. <laughs> I didn't. I still know the name of this movie. When we went, we just kept calling it everywhere, everywhere. And I think even you in the group chat, well, what's everywhere? Yeah, because you guys said we were trying to get tickets for it, and you're like, what? I'm down for Dr. Strange, but what is everywhere? (laughs) (laughs) I still got it wrong. (laughs) Everything, everywhere, all the time is what I put down. That's not it. Yeah, it's everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, Good movie. the it's another like multiverse kind of stuff that Doctor Strange was about, but I I get just kept hearing people and it was a twenty four and people were like, hey, this is worth checking out. This is it just kept getting rave reviews and I was like, hey, let's go to the theater see it. Very cool. It was off the walls like bonkers and and had all that multiverse <laughs> stuff. It was cool to see. Uh, it was just a weird thing to see the little kid from temple of doom yeah oh i love who, had, who just stayed away from acting since then and then now he's back in I, his in performance in this movie was yeah. great too. yeah and it, it was it was just uh, it's totally fun it'll make you laugh like there's just so many gonzo parts in this and <laughs> and, and the i what really got me with this movie and i was like i was smiling like ear to ear was like when you embrace that silliness and you have a silly, like, I don't, I won't spoil it, but, and I loved this concept where it's like, when you want to go through the different dimensions or whatever, the different timelines, whatever it was, and is everything everywhere all at once. When you want to like jump between that, you have to do something that is so bonkers in that timeline. Like right now it'd be like putting my shoe on my head. Like it was yeah. the most something un- improbable, uh, improbable will jump you to the other t- timeline or whatever. Once you're whatever. <laughs> and I just love that. That is the thing that activates. Like it kind of felt like a goofy matrix. It did. It felt like a goofy matrix. That's how like they have to go to the cell. They have to go like on the phone lines. That's yeah. how you log in and lock back in the matrix. This was what's something crazy in the timeline. Well, then there was somebody like calculating that in the matrix thing. It was like, okay, you have to like, um, go and like, uh, give yourself get, five paper tell, cuts, you know, give yourself it. paper cuts, go do this. Or like, tell that person you love them. Like, yeah. uh, crazy things. And that will get you off, you know, into the next timeline, but it creates chaotic situations and a really, really funny scene. A really just yeah. like out, their gonzo scene it was good physical comedy too. yes it was very Which funny we don't get enough of these like i feel like a lot of movies underutilize physical comedy like, yeah really funny just actions and things yeah so this has it so um i loved it i had a great time had good heart it. had very good heart the, the family had a interesting dynamic yeah. that you wanted to kind of see where it would go and mm-hmm. i've I really that that ki- the kid from temple of doom the scenes with him and the wife at the end when they're talking to each other in all the different timelines, yeah, th- and kind of summing up their kind of their yeah. their character arcs and why they're doing what they do, that stuff was yeah. really good. And they do, and they, and without <laughs> spoiling it, 
If you like the last Evangelion movie, you'll yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. If you it, like, it gets head spacey, and I really appreciated that uh, in this movie, and, yeah. and loved it. I think they went silly with it too, <laughs> which is good. Definitely some Evangelion. Silly Evangelion. And the other, the other thing I would say is, I feel like, and Doctor Strange did this, like when you fly through different dimensions in movies, sometimes they'll show one that's like. That's so crazy. Like in, Doc in Doctor Strange, they're flying through and it's like different worlds or a comic book version of them. Then there's one where they're just like paint. like the. Yeah. But when movies do that, it's always like for a second and then it goes. This it's movie does on one yeah, it does that's one. like it does it and it shows it and then it goes back. That is like you can't really make a scene out of this. It's so like nothing. Yeah. And they sit in it. And yeah. it really, that was a very, very affecting scene, yeah, I think. Yeah, that was a really cool scene. Yeah, it gets very experimental. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah I, I appreciate it. So that was really cool. Yeah. Watched another documentary, uh, Life of Crime, 1984 to 2020 is the name of it. And this documentarian, we always, documentarian, Document documentarian sound right, but I guess it's yeah. documentarian. Follows it follows these like group of people, like three or four people, or whatever, um, from 1984, and he just they're really into like, um, like they'll go and steal stuff from stores, and it, he's got like a hidden camera in 1984, and they're going into stores, and he and they're like picking stuff and putting it in their pockets, and picking putting in bags, and like watching the front thing and running out with it, and and then they'll go and resell it to like this mom and pop shop down the street, and um, they'll get quick money to go like do drugs and do this like and whatever, and they follow them all throughout the year, and I guess I did look that. Like in 1994, it was like 1984, they did release like Life of Crime 1 and then they released Life of Crime 2 in like 90s. But now it's like, this is the finished thing, Life of Crime or whatever. Like they stopped following is whatever. Is the person but making the documentary the one committing these crimes? No. Okay. He is just there. He's with, saying, I'm going to film. Yes. He's like, what is their life like? Like, what does this life of crime basically that's the whole, I mean, it's like, uh, that's the name of the, the, yeah. the documentary, but it, it follows them around and goes like, what is their life? Like you get to see the failures of the U S like prison system and capitalism and everything. And, and one, yeah. like you get to just see, like you watch it in real time. Like you can't deny it. Like over that, you know, the, the 40 years or whatever you're watching this and going, Oh, that can't, Oh, they're screwed okay, this person's out of prison and he wants a job, but they don't uh, yeah. hire felons. Okay, he well, he has to go back to stealing. Now he's back in jail. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a cycle. And it was really, uh, you know, I talked to somebody that's a that I know that's like a social worker. When I was talking to, with them, I was like, yeah, blah, blah, this. And, and um, as I was telling them, I was like, well, you know all this already. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like they're like, I was like, this is like me telling you about something about cameras. And yeah. They're just like, yeah, like I, we, I get it. Like <laughs> I was like, this is really bad. Yeah. And they uh, can't get a job and like the cycle and they, yeah. you get to see it like in real time. Every life, like, fall apart. Everything where someone say, well, you just do this then you can't pull you yourself up by your it. bait strap. So it's like, I, uh, you really, yeah. when you watch this, you're like, well, they go through every door and every choice. And it's like, well, they're screwed. Like, uh, yeah, it's so, and so you're like rooting for these characters and then you're like, Oh, they mess up or they get back on drugs or they go back to jail and you're like, ah, oh, and you root for them and they do this. 
This movie has the absolute <laughs> biggest punch in the gut. It felt like a truck hit me at the end of this movie. It is an absolute destroyer. Uh, it, it, oh, no. it was one of the most sad things I've ever seen. Tears exploded out of my eyes, Looney Tunes style. Are you serious? At the end of the... Yeah. And there's the, a part and that of this movie. is the ending. There, it's, there's a part at the very like end of this movie that absolutely decimated me. But um, th- this movie is also something that like... Um, I think that every... They should. This movie has like a drug use and stuff. It's it. It would never fly. But I wish that like kids could see this movie. Yeah. Because it not only does it show like the failure of the system, it does show like if you do this stuff, it's a spiral to the bottom. Like it is a spiral to the bottom. It's a spiral. Like you get to see in real time. Like that toys did that, and you can like look back in the documentary and like scroll and go like, yep, that did that, and that led to that, and like these people did this choice and it just is a step down, step down, step down. And you're like, yeah. So for that, it's like, this is a very important, it's like, I feel like every person should see life of crime. I, I might watch it It based on what you're saying. One of the best on Netflix. Uh, it's an HBO like special. Okay, cool. So it's on HBO max and stuff probably. Okay. So life of crime, check it out, but be prepared to be cut punched. Sounds Just like be in the mood. I was not expecting it. It's that's a lot of stuff I'm interested in. Those like the how the justice system sucks and yeah, all this and, stuff. and it's just interesting to see like from a, a person's life in 1980s and like what are they doing now? What are they doing the next year? Yeah. And you get to see like okay now they're out of jail. Okay they're back. They're they're tr- okay they're getting the life together. All that stuff. But um, yeah, I was it was interesting and extremely ungodly sad. Man, uh, we saw. Last night. Yep. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> and I had never seen the first Top Gun. But uh, I just went straight into this. I don't think there was any much plot stuff that we were missing in, in the way of no. Top Gun. They they, uh, uh, they they don't leave a lot to the and imagination. And they showed flashback, yeah. flashback. They did good versions of, like, remember this character? Like, yeah. they, they, let, they let you, like, see it and whatever. <laughs> But this movie, you know how, and this is in its own lane, but you know how, like, when they made Samurai Cop 2 or, like, <laughs> they tried to make it, they tried to recapture that that magic. Yeah. That's what this movie does really well of, like, it's almost surreal to see. Yeah. It's filmed like a mega blockbuster all it's got a full budget like a movie triple a budget or whatever for a movie but they the acting and the right like the writing and everything feels like an 80s movie it does it's almost like a, a crash bandicoot remake yeah i agree it, it's it's like ps1 like all the stuff the yeah. gameplay but it's in ps4 like remastered yeah it's a I remastered agree. 80s movie um it's just psycho to see. It's just they just really nailed that like feeling of this is an eighties. You know, you can't do that. That's Mach ten. You can't. Yeah. There's no way you can get that speed. There's no way. Or like the banter, the guys in the bar, like yeah. just giving each other crap. It's, and it, it felt very eighties. Yeah, late eighties. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, and, I agree. And, and it was really cool. The characters are fun. John Hamm plays a just a mean corporal guy. Like you can't do this, and trying to shut him down every step of the way. And and I did love that how goofy for how goofy this was. Um, they did try to. They were like, "Why are you still a captain?" <laughs> he has been a captain for like forty years. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm just I'm where I need to be." Yeah. I'm a like, decorated captain. I'm a decorated captain. But so many funny lines in this. There was a lot of it. W- I think even the audience was in on it because there's people behind us. Yeah. They were like, w- "Guess what? We're n- it'll never be the same again." And then you turn and go, "Oh man!" <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Or there's like, a part in this movie where he's pushing this plane to like the absolute max, and it's yeah. at like nine point three, yeah. and you got to get it to ten, and he gets it to ten, and then. He starts thinking about it. The, the goal was to get it to 10. He starts thinking about pushing it to 10.1. And the guy behind us says, don't do it, Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't like, do yeah, it, it was, there was like a running commentary in the theater of just, you know, yeah, everybody we knows all, what's coming. Yeah, and, we're all cracking up. And, and that, that character, you know, he's not the most complex character, but he is just that perfect. Like he's going to go against the grain. Yeah. Like, that's how and he was in the old one. That's how he is Maverick, in this one. Yeah. He's a Maverick. Yeah. And it's just a very memorable character yeah. in that way. I, and, and yeah, that's kind of, Part of, part of pop culture you hear like oh there's maverick yeah going on his own way or something like yeah that. uh all said i've done I, I really really enjoyed it and uh somebody i was cracking up on twitter today somebody called this is the last boomer movie <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this is the boomers like you are like your generation is actually dying off probably yeah. right now like this yeah. is the final one but i think so because uh, there's no like confliction about should we be doing this conflict and there's yeah. no like well and they don't and i when i was watching this they, the don't, enemies, they don't show they just say this is an enemy base they don't say the country they don't say yeah, don't they don't they show do. the face yeah of who it is so it's like it is a very it's like, how boomers see it, american yeah. military and yeah. lots of navy jokes and yeah just like, I, I loved it for that yeah. like it just felt it felt, it it felt like, like it's from a simpler time yes we haven't got a movie like that in so long that i really really loved it i think if this would have came out in that time it just would have been another one yeah. of those but because it came out now it is fresh it's a throwback in a way because of that it's so simple and so like america yeah so patriotic and stuff but the only other thing to touch on is the plane action is really awesome stunts incredible and seeing it on the big screen was that's a way to see it like the planes rumble and like the planes are really loud and yeah see in the theater for sure on that uh and then i'll just talk about how so this movie affected, I get affected <laughs> by movies when we saw, like it, it does frick with me, like movies, I just, tr- I sit and I watch a movie and I turn my brain off and I just soak it up. And Joker, I stopped at a green light when I left from Joker. We came out, turned left out of the, the movie theater and there was a green light and I stopped at a green light. <laughs> Because that shook me up. Yeah. Joker shook me up so much. Like watching that film freaked me up. And I just was thinking on it. I stopped at a green light. This movie, <laughs> I'm someone that like, no, I'll, I, I'm kind of like Maverick. I like, I'm going to see it through. Like, you can't tell me I can't do anything. And yeah. I think that like, um, that's just, that's just how my like it's personality your mentality. is. That's my mentality is like, no, I can do this and I'll push through and frick it. Like, we'll frick it all up. We'll get it. And so that movie is just like 
giving, like giving it's, sugar it, to it, a little kid that's got ADHD and already has. Yes, it's energy. a kid. It's a kid that's already like has ADHD, and you're giving him Mountain Dew and yeah. sugar, and just like take the whole basket of <laughs> treats, kids. And we are leaving out. We had to park in this parking garage, and. Uh, like we go up to the thing well when we went to get the tickets they're like hey we can activate your parking little we ticket can validate we your can parking validate. Like, from cool. the garage and i didn't really pay attention or whatever i don't know if she didn't give me the ticket back if she didn't or whatever i put my receipt in the thing i was like oh i guess this goes towards it so we got out like we're going towards where they block out you got to pay to leave the garage can, or you can leave the garage you got to pay so I'm holding up, there's they're like scan QR code, but it's like insert ticket, insert ticket. And I was like, well, I have a QR code and I'm scanning this one. Er, insert ticket. Scan the other one. You have to insert your ticket. And I was like, well, I don't, this isn't working. And you suggested, you're like, I'm just going to, the security thing is right back here. We can see it from Directly here. behind the car. Yes, directly behind the cars. They're back there. They'll have an answer. They can let us through or we can pay them or whatever. And he runs back and, and he comes back in and he goes, they said it was impossible. Yeah, they, 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 so, he looked at me and said, there is no way out of this garage without your ticket. So there, you got to go get your ticket. No, and I was no like, he doesn't have it. This was hours ago. Yeah, we don't the lady have the didn't give it. He said, the, your car cannot get out of here without a ticket. So I told Zach, so I was like, you I, come back I don't in, know. And that's my choices is it's impossible. There's no way out. <laughs> I have to have my ticket. And I go into Tom Cruise mode. <laughs> I, I go... It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, you got to have the ticket. He said there's no way without the ticket, and we don't have the ticket. So you, the, my options are like, there's, it's impossible. And I went, no, I'm getting out of here. No, I'm going to get out. So I looked to my left, and there's a truck. And <laughs> I, I, I throw it in reverse. Throw it in reverse, and Travis is going... No, 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 man, I don't think you should do this. I don't think you should do this. And I'm going, we're getting out of here. I said, no, I was like, rooster in the back of your plane. Like, what are you doing? This is a short runway. This is a short runway. We're going to hit 10 G's. So, uh, 100 G's or whatever it is, but I throw in a reverse. There's the three lanes, throw it back. I go behind this truck. The truck is pulling out as I get whatever I throw it in drive and I speed up to the truck and ride his butt out of there, and um, oh my and gosh. I make it, and we are squealing. We were, out there. we were screaming and screaming and cracking up, and we got out of there, and I was just like, "Don't tell me I can't hit Mach ten. We're going Mach ten. Like we're getting the, we're, the mission's possible, John Ham." So uh, that thing went. That movie went right into your vein. Uh, yeah, and and. I was laughing and I went, that, that is not a movie you show me. <laughs> that is not a good thing for me to watch. You would run through a brick wall uh, <laughs> to see that movie. So, uh, and I do have a dash cam, so I do have video evidence. Cops, you cannot get that evidence. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I already destroyed the tapes. The tapes have been destroyed, but, uh, we watched it and you, I, I have a front and a back cam. I didn't show you the back. Oh, cam. I haven't seen that. The back cam that comes through. And that was coming down. I know. Back. It had to have been. <laughs> and it stops. There was a safety thing. Okay, so we didn't there, hit your car. And, but it came right on my, like, right where my trunk, and I was doing Mach 10 out of there. Because I was shocked it didn't end up hitting your car. <laughs> oh, But, my dude, gosh. it came, it was coming, and I hit Mach 10 and got us <laughs> out of there. But it, the, the window to get out of there is very small. Very small, because you whipped uh, uh, it. <laughs> 
You whipped it. <laughs> and I don't know what came over me. Like, it just activated in me when you told it, it's impossible. We have to get ticket. I was like, <laughs> I am too old to be freaking with this. I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, I, I, you, there's a reason old people are just like, nah, I'm, do, uh, I'm not doing this. Like, you broke the matrix for me yeah. because I was like, I guess we have to go find that ticket. Like, I, <laughs> and you said, no, we don't. And you just did it. I was like, you just like changed the rules. Yeah. You, you like, it's you like gotta, in a video game when you like glitch out of the level. Like, you I, just like got when, us when out. Those, when those guys said that nobody can get over Mach 10, and I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, we'll find We'll figure We'll find it out. So, <laughs> figure, we'll figure out a way. So, uh, that went to my head. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick was so good. It made me, you know, I stopped at a green light for Joker, but this, I, you, I, you went, went, on, I went on, I went on a barricade. <laughs> <laughs> so, total opposite. Those um, are complete. I will say, Top Gun Maverick and Joker are actually diametrically opposed yeah. they're yes. about as opposite as you yes. can get um so uh yeah so that's our podcast for the month hope you enjoyed what have you been playing what have you been watching anything crazy did you see top gun maverick did you get a little wacky after you <laughs> watched it <laughs> sure that's what you did start running red it. lights i don't have to stop at any of these <laughs> uh but yeah anything else you want to add no, no, I, uh, the, I, I'm looking forward to uh, beating Elden Ring soon, and we'll uh, we'll be seeing you guys soon, maybe next month, right? Next month we've got the Xboxes uh, in Bethesda show stream. Okay, we're gonna be streaming that live, some live Starfield, some Starfield. Might be, yeah, I think we'll be seeing some Starfield uh, for that. They got delayed <laughs> to 2023. Did it? it? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. It did. That got delayed 2023, but we might see more gameplay of it, something like that, maybe. Uh, and then we'll be streaming the Summer Game Fest. And then along with, we'll be doing the Hangouts every Thursday. And I feel like my little uh, video game stuff show or video game haul, checking out thrift stores, checking out these are... The, the second episode, I have I found five Wiis over the weekend. Like, <laughs> I had so many Wiis surrounding me. It was crazy. So, I want to um, buy one of those off you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't have enough. Uh, no, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think I might do those monthly and put together a little video every month. Like here's what I found or whatever. But so now the pressure's on, I got to find games, but, uh, that's more of that. And who knows what else we'll be seeing. Who knows what we'll see. We'll see what we see. So thank you for watching the Dwee Bros podcast. Check us out. Dwee Bros on Twitter and Twitch. All those fun channels and youtube probably what you're watching on so thank you like subscribe and you can hit mach 10 if you want to it's and always always an option and if you're really fast you can get into those parking barricades thank you okay so we're coming to you quick after a, quick addendum we're yeah. putting right in here he's we're gonna he's gonna edit in here we didn't talk about the Halo freaking TV show. I watched the entire Halo He watched show. it all. I got to see... I was here reading articles of what was happening in the show. First up, when we talked about this last time, we got to see his face for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Yes. But you have seen the show, so you go ahead and tell your thoughts, and then I have some thoughts on what I've seen. So the, the, about. the Halo show, I, I was open-minded to it because... When I when they said the first episode they were going to show his face, I was like, well, this is just going to be a different thing. Yeah. So I'm not really you know that worried you know if they change stuff. 
I don't think I was prepared <laughs> no one for was. how not Halo this Halo yeah. show was going to be. Um, it is so not Halo. Like, it is... There was a stretch from the first episode to the fifth episode where there were no Covenant. Like, there was no... He didn't fight Covenant. Yeah. Like, there was no fighting with Covenant. And there's only nine episodes. Yeah. That a grunt popped on screen at the end of the fifth episode for, like, a fight. And I was like... Oh, I'm watching Halo. Yeah, like, I forgot. Remember. So basically, the way this show goes down is uh, the the show starts off on a weird foot immediately because Master Chief is like they lean into like he's a trained killer for the military mm. more than he is like this really good like soldier that saves the day. He's like a killer, and they ask him to kill a little girl in the first episode, and. He's starting to go do it. And then, like, he touches this artifact, and it makes him kind of fricked up. And so then he's kind of, like, doubting. And then he takes his helmet off to show the little girl, yeah. you know, like, who he is. And then, like, all this crazy stuff happens. He takes his little girl to, like, a Mass Effect planet that's a mining colony. And so he's walking around in his Master Chief armor in this mining colony. And they meet up with this guy. Uh, he looks like Dave Chappelle. And he's got, like, a big messed up arm. <laughs> and they hang out with him on his, like, Great Gatsby planet. Was it kind of like and Mandalorian? It's like, it's kind of like, like cheap, cheap Mandalorian. Like, cheap it's Mandalorian. like... Uh, like, when I was a kid, and I, like, my mom bought... You ever see the movie A Way Home with, like, the animals trying yes. to find their way home? Yeah. Well, I wanted to watch it, and my mom was trying to buy it for me, but she bought me something at the, at the grocery store. Yeah. And it was not A Way Home. Like, it was them filming those same animals in somebody's backyard. Yeah. It was like it was like that of, yeah. of, uh, of Mandalorian. Because he drops the girl off with this Dave Chappelle guy, and they... There are... There is in this show an entire episode... Of this little girl, she's like fifteen on this planet. She's from in the in the desert. She's doing drugs with these witches, and like Master Chief isn't even in the whole episode. No covenant. No, it's just this girl against these like Nazis on her planet. It is the most bizarre show, and I'll show you a clip later. There is a scene where she hallucinates and she wake up, and it's Master Chief, and she, they like fight him. And she tries to fight him, and he beats his girl. <laughs> he beats her. He punches her in the face. What? And there's, like, this crazy, like, hobo guy that with no teeth, like, crawling around. What's happening? <laughs> Do you think that why video game movies and TV shows keep getting into this dark place? Is it because nobody on the writing team plays the game? It takes, I, like, I, ten hours to play the game? I, I think they made the conscious decision they didn't want to make it like the, sh like the game. But 343, the people that own Halo and make the games, I didn't realize they co-produced the show. Oh, wow. They were involved so in the So the people that are show. making the game... Yes. Where and I also didn't realize this is still the same one that Steven Spielberg announced. This ago, is yeah. that same. It's been through hell, but yeah. it's like the Top Gun thing where they yeah. kept restarting it. But okay, so, so is he, does Steven Spielberg <laughs> involved at all? Uh, I don't. He's executive <laughs> producer. But okay, but here's the real like crux of this show is it's the UNSC in the show. They are evil dirtbags. They are like the bad company from Half Life. Yeah. Like, they're evil. Uh, Captain Keys is evil. The doctor, he's married to Dr. Halsey. She is evil. Her daughter with Do with Captain Keys is is Miranda Keys. She's also a doctor. She's kind of nice, but like it is like madness. They're experimenting on kids and stuff. 
and they this like blonde lady, Doctor Halsey, stole Master Chief. Half of the show is Master Chief going to his home planet. He never wears his armor, like yeah. almost at all. He he put there's a scene. He puts his helmet on. He rides his warthog, like for for literally twenty seconds, and he gets back off and he takes the helmet back off. He's constantly off, not wearing the armor, not wearing the helmet. But he's walking around his childhood home, and I don't do this. I never do this. I was like scrolling Twitter while this was on, and then I would just look up because nothing was happening. Yeah, and he's walking around his childhood home, and they're using like these drones to recreate his parents, and he kept drawing artifacts. They're like, "No, John, no!" And they like were taking him away, and they bury all of his drawings. And so, Doctor Halsey, the way that she stole him was, she stole him and replaced him with a clone that was designed to die of cancer, like exactly. Or of a stroke exactly one month after. So they re- they stole him but then replaced him. And then his parents di- died thinking he died of a stroke. And he's upset about that. And so all of this stuff is crazy. And then the Covenant stole this little girl. Yeah. And they brought her to their world to Why grow up. Why did they steal the girl? They, they said she was a chosen one. Okay. So they brought oh, okay. her to their oh, world. And she has a little... Energy sword is a fingernail that she pops out. She no stabs it. It's, it's a little energy sword, and she stabs people with it. <laughs> and then, and then there's a scene. She and and John. Uh, I don't even call him Master Chief. She and John fall in love, kind of, because like she goes back to the UNSC to get you know saved. With a little girl. No, she's an adult now, but okay. she was stolen as a little girl. And, I guess. And the Covenant are sending her like. Go get, you know, this thing yeah. from them, whatever. You know, go, you're a human. You go and then come back and bring yeah. this thing back to whatever, MacGuffin. So she goes and she, like, she gets on this, like, ship and she acts like she's, like, you know, getting captured. Like, oh, save me. And then she, like, stabs this guy with her little thing. And then she could, for one scene, only one scene, she, like, summons the flood, like, with That's her it. voice. Flood and they back. eat up all these people. And then that's never addressed again and it never happens again. Wow. None of this is on a halo, by the way. None. They they do not physically go to a halo in any of this at all. So then, then she gets captured or she gets saved by Master Chief, and she's she's like, I only want to talk to him, which is like sketchy, right? But then when she starts talking to him, it's like she's like, I don't like the Covenant, and I don't like the humans. She's like, I think me and you are the next step in evolution. I had a dream. This is episode seven of nine. I had a dream we were together in a new world. And then he goes to sleep and he has the dream and it's like the halo. It's her and him standing naked on the halo. Yeah. It's like the new humanity. And then and then they he he has a dream and they come back together the next day. And they have sex. Yes, this is they what I have heard. sex. Master Chief. No, has not only that. I kept here I kept seeing the title. Loses virginity. He loses his virginity. Loses virginity with yeah. a spy, with an alien yeah. spy. Yeah. But then, then something happens, and they the doctor sends all the Spartans against Doctor Matt, Doctor Chief, Master Chief, and then he fights them. And then, then the very last episode, they go and they try to steal an artifact or whatever. And Cortana in this show is weird. Cortana is a clone at first. They make a clone. She's a woman. And then they liquidate her brain. She's alive for only one episode. And they liquidate her into a chip. Mm. So, like, it starts as a literal woman. And then they, they, they she knows she's going to die. And they, like, kill her. Oh. And so there's a lot of cloning in this show. Um, but then Cortana, the whole cloning thing is... And... 
the whole thing is, is Cortana is this thing that they're threatening they're going to replace his brain with if he doesn't stop having his feelings. And then in the last episode, Cortana does it, and she Master Chief dies, and she is now Master Chief's consciousness. So there isn't even a Master Chief now. And the only part that had a halo was their dream. They never actually went to it. There is never like the Pillar of Autumn, and then they go into the halo. They should have called it Fingernail Energy Sword. Yeah. That's so, more in the show. So, and the, and the girlfriend, the alien girl, she she ends up dying because uh, one of the other Spartans shoots her because okay. she's grabbing a thing and effing them up. So, the Halo show, uh, really, really shitty. But I will say, I, I did have like a That's weird, it was like a weird yeah. like trip. To take. I'm glad I watched it. I mean, but I, the first episode where he takes off the mask, it's yeah. like, wow, you really just broke the first rule for some no reason. Well, I'm in, but like, what are you going to do with yeah. it? I just kept seeing titles. Magic Chief lost his virginity <laughs> in the show, and I was like, whoa, like, what is going they, on? They they took their own path, and you kind of said earlier, like, well, what? Why does this happen with like video game movies and stuff? I don't know so why. They should play the game, but they're actually making the yeah, game. Yeah, it reminds. <laughs> they were involved. Yeah, it, it, or, it uh, reminds me of like early superhero movies with like Catwoman, when like they just have no idea. Yeah. They're just making up the names of the people. They're not using stuff from the comics. So, yeah, this was a bad show, but uh, it was wild. It was wild. There are there are all of three discrete scenes that actually are like Master Chief. Can you on see the battlefield, props? Can you see weird props or something. Oh, it, the whole set design and stuff is. <laughs> well, really you said rough. something before we started recording that. It, oh yeah, yeah. So there are Dr. Halsey gets fired from the UNSC for doing cloning shenanigans and stuff, um, and she moves into this apartment with her little bitch boy, a little guy that like is her assistant, um, and. She's in this apartment, and it is, I believe, one-to-one Padme's apartment from Attack of the Clones, uh, where Padme was sleeping and the slugs were coming, and then, like, uh, Obi-Wan jumps out the window after the robot. It is that room. Like, it is one-to-one, and there are parts that look like the prequels, kind of. Had to save the the budget. They went back to these other sets. Yeah, this this show was, uh, it was a misadventure for sure. That's crazy. So. So that's Halo. Halo.